Welcome back to Conspiracy Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. I'm Avalon Gubernick. And I'm Connor Kenworthy. And in today's episode, we will be covering weather manipulation bam, and bam, bam. weather warfare. Bam, 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 bam. So grab your snacks and your tinfoil hats. Let's go. new avalon oh you know it's snowing a ton and i just want to die because it's so cold and there's snow everywhere but they don't plow so i just the greatest snow on earth supposedly but they don't know how to plow their roads so i just get to step in slush and walk (laughs) like a penguin what happened today when i picked you up you parked really far away from the curb (laughs) and so when i was getting into your car i stepped in literally like an i I stuffed in an ice lake and got water all in my boots. Yeah, it was a fun time. It was not for me. It was hilarious. Um, yeah, so we're dying in the winter weather. It's a late winter, even though we're supposed to have early spring because the groundhog said. Yeah. But I think he lied. He always lies. How can a groundhog know the weather? <laughs> How can the government <gasps> control the weather? Maybe the <gasps> groundhog controls the weather. New conspiracy. <laughs> Like was or turtle people. <laughs> I um, love it. So, like we said today, we are doing weather modification slash weather warfare. For so, what are we doing for our snacks today, Avalon? So we're roasting marshmallows over an electric oven. <laughs> A what Stove. kind of oven? Stove. Electric. And I didn't think it was going to work, but it's actually working really good. We go to turn it on. Avalon goes, this isn't going to work. No. <laughs> There's no fire. <laughs> I didn't know. I guess it boils water. But like, what? I didn't think it would get crispy like this. Like, I thought it would just melt. I didn't think oh. it would be like brown, you know? And then she also said, it's nope. gas. <laughs> and I said, it's an electric stove. I wish. But um, we're doing marshmallows because they're like white and fluffy like clouds. clouds. Which is a weather thing. But yeah, it's working. I also want to do one in the microwave, too. Go ahead and do it. Get it started. I want to eat this one first. Oh, okay. Um, so yeah, if you... What do you guys have in... <laughs> I don't know. I'm not going to talk back to you. <laughs> That's not how this works. I wish you guys were really here to talk hot. to us. Can you stop? Now it's not going to... I'm just kidding. You said you're only going to eat one. True. I'm, I'm sacrificing my diet to eat one marshmallow for this podcast. I'm doing this for you Ugh. guys. Is it not good? Not the outside. It tastes like a freaking marshmallow, toasted marshmallow. Mm-mm. It tastes like chemicals. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we moved from the kitchen into the, the living room so we could record better. Um... And tonight, we're going to see how tonight goes, because <laughs> this one was really hard. <laughs> to and find. also, we were very busy this week. Yeah. So it research was, was a hard. a rough week. And I thought finding information on this subject was going to be easy, but um, I stand corrected. Yeah, it was really hard to... Okay, so we thought that it was like a big conspiracy, but then it turns out it's really just real. <laughs> <laughs> then, I mean, there's conspiracies along with it, but I mean... Most of it's just real facts. Yeah, so, but it's super interesting because I didn't, we we discussed this with friends back at, when was it? We were at Kaylee's house. Oh. September? No, when was that? It was when was we that, went that to trip? Not Scary Farm. Okay, so yeah, we were. It was like last September. Yeah, so we went September 2018. Yeah. And we were with friends, and we were, that was a long time ago. Dang. We were with friends. We were all just like, I, I'm i not going to bring up the question I asked, because you guys all thought I was stupid. <laughs> but we were all just asking like these stupid questions, and then it, we brought up the fact that we're like, the government controlled the weather. and It's because of- I, one of my coworkers brought it up to me, and was like, there's a theory that Area 51 is like oh. where they make machines that can modify weather or like weaponize weather. And I was like, oh my gosh, that totally makes sense. 
But then everyone thought I was dumb for saying no, that. No, remember, I supported you, though. Yeah, because I we, thought I was dumb. No, okay, at first I thought you were dumb because... You misunderstood me. Yes. So then we had this whole conversation, and I was like, oh, I totally see where you're coming from. I could totally see that happening. And everyone else was like, no, that's dumb. So this was just, like, fate that we were supposed to start a conspiracy podcast. Exactly. So I'm excited to do it. So we are, again, doing weather... What? What was it called? Uh, it could be weather manipulation, weather warfare, weaponizing weather. It's like all of the above. So just before we start diving into the the conspiracies, I'd just like to declare a formal apology to little Debbie. Declare? To, what does that mean? Declare. Oh, like, declare. I'm de- Clearing an said, apology. But you said to Claire, like no, to clarify. No, to little like, Debbie. I'd like to At apologize little to little Debbie for the mean things I said about your products on episode five. I was just trying to be funny, and I do not want to be sued by little Debbie. So we, I'm retracting that statement. It was poor judgment. <laughs> Sometimes when I'm funny, I'm not. We're mean, and I'm mean. So but, I'm sorry, Debbie. <laughs> Literally, we were just talking before that, that Little Debbie is usually dank. Like, it's good. Oh, Little Debbie is so good. They're like oatmeal cream pies. So good. Wait, is that Little Debbie? Yeah. Okay, yeah. And the zebra, the cosmic brownies, (gasps) I think those are Little Debbie. I'm pretty sure they are. Little Debbie does like everything. Yeah. All that stuff's good. 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 So, no hate at Little Debbie. We love her. We stand Little Debbie. Only good vibes. (laughs) (laughs) Vibe check. Vibe pass. check. Are little Debbie. Oh, okay. No, little Debbie passes. Oh, okay, check. fair, fair, fair. Yeah. Okay, are we ready to get started? Oh, yes. So I'm starting tonight with the history, and this is what threw me off. So we decided we, we were going to do this, and then I started Googling it, and I was like, wow, this is a real thing. But the reason that we decided this week to do Weather Warfare was because of my quote by Lyndon B. Johnson um, that I said for Flat Earth last week. And... When I was like, I didn't fact check this. <laughs> I went literally right after we recorded it. I felt dumb. And I was like, I'm going to fact check that because I will take it out of that episode if it was false. But it was true. So I'm going to repeat that right now. Um, and it says that Lyndon B. Johnson said, From space, the masters of infinity would have the power to control the Earth's weather, to cause drought and flood, to t- change the tides and raise the levels of the sea, to divert the Gulf Stream and change temperate climates to frigid. Ooh. Ooh, so super interesting. He really said that. He really did. He wasn't president yet. But. No, but again, going with the space race. So it's kind of fun. The past three episodes have all been connected. We started with the moon landing, and then if that was fake, NASA was faking everything. Then the Earth could be flat. True. And then again, this Weather quote manipulation. Can we even trust the Earth? Maybe we do all live in a simulation. There we go. <laughs> We're all, all connected. connected. <laughs> The lizard people made the simulation. <gasps> what about Epstein, though? He's just kind <sighs> of a <him>. bad dude. <laughs> just a bad dude. That he was like a glitch. <gasps> no, because Penelope is a good glitch. It's Vanellope. Oh, I sorry. I'm... Penelope? Who? <laughs> it's not I a movie. only know Vanellope. Yeah, Penelope is about that chick with the pig nose. I remember my mom like loves that. It's a good like, movie. Oh, I've never seen it, but my mom's always like, you should watch Penelope. And I'm like, I don't want to watch some movie about a girl with a pig nose. It's like showing that even ugly people can find love. <laughs> I've yet to see that in my own life. Maybe that's why your mom <laughs> wanted you to watch it. See, when she's trying to be funny, she's mean. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, let's get into this. So um, I used Wikipedia a lot for like, weather modification weather warfare and i read all those um so wikipedia defined weather modification as or it could also be known as weather control is the act of intentionally manipulating or altering the weather and then they said weather modification can also have the goal of preventing damaging weather such as hail or hurricanes from occurring or of provoking damaging weather against the enemy as a tactic of military or economic warfare so that is what they're going for. I think it's really cool that they were like, oh, they tried to like be like, oh, it's for like preventing 
weather, like damaging weather and natural disasters. And then they're like, at the end, they're like, oh, or it could be used for warfare. It's totally fine, whatever. <laughs> we're just going to sweep that under I think the rug. that's how all things start. It's like, oh, look at this thing that we could can, help us. We can help also humanity. Can kill everyone. Cool. True, true. So this has already been done. So weather warfare has been done. Um, it started in, in the U.S. during the Vietnam War, which also was happening at the same time that we were going to the moon. So the U.S., this was called Operation Popeye, and the U.S. was using something called cloud seeding, which is using um, silver iodide or dry ice, pretty much, and launching it into the atmosphere or the clouds in order... So you can use... There's, like, different techniques to get different results. And so they were trying to, to pretty much wash out Vietnam, and there was, like, a couple different goals that they had that I wrote down. But they were trying to ultimately increase the length of the East Asian monsoon season to make the terrain more difficult to maneuver and helping uh, the U.S. in their the war efforts. This was they did it for five years from 1967 to 1972, and the the kind of smaller goals with that came to that they wanted to soften the road surfaces, causing landslides along roadways, washing out river crossings, and maintaining saturated soil conditions beyond the normal lifespan of the monsoon season. So they just wanted it to make it really hard for the local Vietnam. Yeah, I have, it was to like slow their movement. Yeah, so they couldn't, so if the roads were bad and then all the soil was super soft, like they couldn't walk anywhere, they couldn't get things anywhere because it was yeah. such, so bad. Uh, so after this, in, in May 18th, 1977 in Geneva, the Constitu- Convention of the Prohibition of Military or Any Other Hostile Use of Environmental Modification Techniques was signed. And so that right there was saying, we have the resources to be yeah. able to control the weather, but we're not going to use it to harm other countries because that's sticked up and we shouldn't do that in the first place. Why do we have anything like that for like nuclear weapons? I think there's a, probably a treaty signed at one point about, I mean, I don't know off the top of my head, but there's got to be something because that was one thing when like I ran or was it Israel? One of them was like getting, working up to nuclear power, but they hadn't signed a treaty or something. And so mm-hmm. it was like a big deal in the Middle East. So I'm pretty sure there is a treaty and that's why like a lot of countries that already have nuclear powers don't want other countries to get it because then it just causes more contention yeah. and more people could start World War Three. What if World War Three was just with weather? Oh, that'd be so with like tornadoes cool. and hurricanes. I would cry. I would. I, I would. Think I would jump into a tornado. I'd rather a nuclear war than a weather war because mm. nuclear just done. Yeah, that's true. Blow up the earth. <laughs> we don't, we're all dead. But then we just have to deal with like drowning. I yeah, do not no, want to drown. That that's like my biggest fear. Fun. Yeah, drowning would not be fun. Mm-mm. Especially, I think it's because I love water so much that if water it betrayed me, against you, oh rip. <laughs> I'd be so, <laughs> oh, my nightmares. Let's not get into him. Um, so I have a couple other instances of people trying to modify weather. And so there was a project called Project Storm Fury that was based um, out of the American government that was trying to lessen cyclones by flying aircrafts into the eyes of storms. And there was a couple different things that they tried with that. And the most successful that they had was there was a Florida-based company that produced a product called Diet either Dinogel or Dinogel. It's D-Y-N-O-Gel. So Dinogel, I guess. And allegedly it could absorb like 1,500 times its own weight in water. So they actually sent a plane out and dispersed um, this this product into a thunderstorm off the coast of Florida. And the storm actually dissipated um, and like didn't hit the coast of Florida. But it, this project was actually shut down in 2003 because the the NOAA or the Na- National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration um, said they were trying to pressure it to go down for environmental reasons and also that it wasn't going to be a practical solution for cyclones. That was just kind of annoying to me, though, because I felt like if something was kind of working, why wouldn't we keep trying to find stuff? Yeah. Because I feel but like how much money is dumped into like national emergencies and just like helping people like if we could just dump money into like dispersing it like that'd be way better use of our funds i feel like and less people getting hurt 
Yeah. I just think of the... I always think of when I hear hurricanes of the the Florida dude with the American flag standing in that. <laughs> it's the like, vine. Yeah, and he's like <laughs> hair flipping. It's a good one. Love it. Uh, so then there were 10 other instances I found that of people using um, this weather modification. And so in China, 2008, the Chinese used it, cloud seeding, to make sure that it wouldn't rain for their opening ceremonies. And they actually do it a lot. They do it for public holidays. And they even try to make days that it... Um, so they did it to make it not rain, but then they also do it on days to make it rain so that it helps clear smog and also pollution of like Beijing and their big cities. Um, and then we use it again in the Vietnam War. Uh, there's a project called po- Project Cyrus, which was in October 1947. But uh, it, it, there was a hurricane heading, I guess, away from us, uh, like out towards sea. Uh-huh. And so they, the American government's dumped or sent a plane out and dumped 82 kilos of dry ice into the hurricane and it actually changed direction and then went, came back and hit Savannah, Georgia. What the heck? So, Why would they make it come toward us? I don't think they were trying to make it come toward us. They were just like testing different ways of to like... manipulate it? Yeah, like they were just like, they were probably like, I wonder what would happen if this happened and then... It just... Well, and that's the other over. thing is like they don't necessarily know that that's what caused it to turn around but that's what's blamed because oh. they did it and then it turned around. And I guess it was a pretty bad storm that hit Georgia. And so everyone was just mad and was like, wanted to blame something. Yeah. So they were super mad about that. Um, but again, I'm like, that's kind of cool that they got it to change direction if that, I mean. Yeah. But then it's again, like, because that was a bad thing, they were like, let's not do that anymore. And it's like, okay. Um, and then in South Africa from 1997 to 2001, they tried to increase rainfall and I using cloud seeding. down in Africa. Um, they seeded about, it was like 95 storms that they were able to start. And Dang. overall, they seem to, they seem to calculate. It's hard to measure because weather's so unpredictable in the first place, but they think that they got about double the amount of rainfall that was expected. So that was wow. pretty cool. And then this one said that the state of Illinois has been since like the 1970s been trying to help with their weather to get their agriculture up and running and better and all that stuff but it didn't really have anything about like what they were using or or if what the effects were so that was kind of annoying and then another country that's doing it is israel and they've been trying to pretty much like over jerusalem and all that it doesn't rain a lot so they're trying to get um weather and clouds from like the mediterranean to like rain on them so that they can have better agriculture and everything and they were doing that for a couple years like i think it was i'm pretty sure it was around the dead sea or something that they were trying to do, but then it wasn't working really well, so they tried to change like the Galilean Sea. So they're still like figuring out how the best way to help their um, nature, what their weather, help their nature. <laughs> I totally just br- blinked on the right word. Um, and then Canada, I guess, works. Uh, they get pretty bad hailstorms, so they've been for several years now. They've just been flying planes into these the eyes of these storms and dumping. Died, That's silver iodide. So and badass. What? Driving a plane into a freaking hurricane. I that'd be terrible. So they they use so all of these places use radar a lot. So they can like as soon as like a meteorologist can pretty much determine that a storm is forming, they go and they dump all this in so that it doesn't get as bad. Hmm. So it's not like the storm is like full blown going and then they fly the oh, airplane that's into so it. Well, that'd they would be maybe so die. Sick. No, they wouldn't risk people's lives like that. I don't think. <laughs> But so yeah, so <laughs> everything that they use this for, I read that they use like radar a ton and they just monitor weather constantly so that they can almost predict when weather's going to happen. So the best times to do the cloud seeding and that kind of stuff. That's cool. Um, so Canada works to prevent hailstorms and the state of Maharashtra. Maharaja? Well, it has a T in it. Does Maharaja has it have a T? I don't know. That was just a word from Mulan Rouge. Oh, the Maharaja. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so this said that it's like an Indian state of Maharashtra, this is what this website said, and it said in 2017, it announced that they were going to do a three-year cloud seeding program because they had been suffering from severe droughts, so they wanted to get some... Why don't we do that when California was in a drought? I don't know. <sighs> Instead, well... they just set us on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so... Also, and then the last one country that I found was Mexico is... Also, Dang. in the, like, 70s was, like, um, 
suffering from severe droughts that was like causing like the whole country to shut down. So they started a program to do cloud seeding and trying to get rain, trying to bless the rains down in Mexico. So, but that's really, honestly, that was like all the history. It's like all fairly new. And I think with all the environmental stuff going on and people like wanting to take care of the planet, I feel like it's all very hush hush. Yeah. So there's not a ton of information. Like, We've used it in the past, but I can't really find a ton of modern things about it. Yeah. And I think until it's like used more or something blows up, we won't no. know too much. And I think that's cool because I feel like you showed like the positive side of weather modification because I feel like there are a lot of benefits to it. Like it could really help a lot of countries that are in drought or help prevent natural disasters or even like help reverse climate change but then like i guess the conspiracy side of it is like all the negative things we can do with it or maybe are doing with it or are doing with it let's i don't okay here's the thing i'm already struggling on knowing how to argue against this because like if i'm arguing against whether what warfare war like i get arguing against weather warfare because like i can try to do that but like just weather modification because like it's something that I think is so cool that if we could get it to help the environment and help people, then I'm like, let's do it. Let's do it. But then like for war, I'm like, no, let's not do it. So I'm like, where do I, I guess against? it's just like not necessarily art. I don't know because I'm just going to point out like things that people think that we're using weather modification for like gotcha. ways like negative things and like they're all allegations so it's like up to you to be like oh yeah we're doing that or like no that's dumb okay i'll try my best to, to I play mean, some devil's i feel advocate. like this one isn't really like you have to fight me on it which is sad because i love fighting i know and you can fight me i will i'm gonna try but we'll see where <laughs> we go with it i was just like reading everything and i was like wow like how am i supposed to argue with like well, I can't argue that weather modification isn't happening because literally it does. It happens. But I guess in just the way yeah. that other people are saying. So I'm hoping for anyone listening that I can do you justice and <laughs> may make not it... be the most argumentative one. Well, we've we'll done. try to make it entertaining. Of course. Um, so I'm just gonna apologize now. My thoughts are kind of disorganized. They're kind of all over the place. Just like our lives. <laughs> <laughs> yes. They're kind of just like different theories, I guess. But they're, I don't know. So picture how I usually sound when I'm disorganized <laughs> and that's going to be on this week. <laughs> I'm going to try my best. Okay. And honestly, I just have a lot of opinions on it and like my own, I always have my own ideas and my own theories. Everyone's her own conspiracy theorist. I really am. But you like- should- I was gonna say, you should start out like a YouTube channel. Then I realized we have a podcast. Dude, I wish I would have started a YouTube channel like years ago. I would have been so good. But I would have been, so been so much money. But alas, I'm in college getting a degree where I'll make no money. We were talking to our friend about trying to get sponsors, and he was like, You have to make it to like this many downloads. And we're like, Okay, never mind. We'll never get there. <laughs> We will, maybe, if you share with your friends, please. Okay. Please like and review us and give us good, I don't know, Also, good we're fine if you, literally five people listen to us. But honestly, it's, we, honestly, I, we it's have just so for much us. <laughs> Okay, so the reason I got introduced to this idea, like I said, was for my coworker, but she heard it on the Joe Rogan Experience podcast, which is an amazing podcast. It's so funny, and he's so crazy. So he had a guest on named Alex Jones, who's like a Dr. huge Jones. conspiracy theorist. But he's also like we should reach out to him involved to him. in politics. Like he has his own news, not like news channel, but like he covers like he's interviewed Trump and stuff like he's famous. Oh, so he's like a big wig. But watching this interview was the most stressful thing of my life. Like he just kept like spewing and yelling different ideas and i was like i don't even know okay let's not talk to him ever (laughs) i don't do confrontation very well i'm just gonna go over like just kind of some points that he talked about because it was a three-hour podcast but he only talked about this for like 17 minutes so only listen to like 
20 minutes of the podcast. Like four minutes from by Madonna and Justin Timberlake. <sighs> yeah. Okay. So he brings up, because he believes in like weather modification, or at least that's what I got from this 20 minutes. Um, he brought up HARP, which is H-A-A-R-P, which stands for High Frequency Active Auroral Research Program. And so, um, like the Princess Aurora? No, the Aurora Borealis. Oh. Do you know what that is? The Northern Lights. Yes. So which basically, I let's start a conspiracy right now that I think those are fake. I've never seen them, so I don't <laughs> think they're fake. But, um, anyway, so this institution was made to study the properties and behavior of the ionosphere ionosphere yeah it's like part of the atmosphere yeah it's one of the layers um but all people conspiracy theorists believe that they're using it to manipulate the weather and also communicate using the aurora so alex jones was talking about how like they would send signals up into like the ionosphere and then they'd go back like reflect off of that and then go back and communicate with submarines what? For what purpose? No so idea. So almost like you're saying like, so the Northern Lights could be like a real phenomenon. Yeah. Phenomenon. But they're like also doing like fake Aurora Lights to communicate. So like not all the time. Like if someone was seeing the Aurora Lights, it could be real, but it also could be them doing transmissions through that ionosphere. No, I don't think that's what they mean. Oh. I have a picture that explains it. Do you want me to read it? So it's, you? so, cause here's the thing. I thought the Northern Lights were like rare they they are look so then why would they use this is a picture they have and i'll post this but it says how harp works the facility's transmitters send radio waves upwards into the ionosphere between 100 and 350 kilometers in altitude the resulting heating effect creates irregularities in the election no electron density there which in turns allow communication signals as from satellites to be relayed off the ionosphere so they it they're trying to communicate using the ionosphere and the aurora so wait i'm so confused i honestly this part's not like super important that's just like what they claim their purpose is so the the two ways that i'm interpreting it because i feel like i've always heard the northern lights are rare but i'm guessing they appear in the ionosphere Yes. So then, because it's not they're not the necessarily it's like yeah. before you hit atmosphere. So they're not necessarily using the the northern lights. They're using that portion of the atmosphere yeah. to yeah, 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 yeah. relay information. Yes. Okay. That's kind of okay. And they're just kind of like exploring the properties and behaviors of that gotcha. ionosphere. But and that's what they claim their purpose is. Well, that yeah okay. And maybe they are doing that. But conspiracy theorists argue otherwise and say they are using this to manipulate weather. Um, some allegations are by Nick Beck, oh crap, Jr., who's the son of the late U.S. Representative Nick Begick. And he claimed that the HARP facility could trigger earthquakes and turn the upper atmosphere into a giant lens so that the sky would literally appear to burn. Um, he also, some people think it's a mind control device as well. Are you looking it up? Yeah, I was just looking up the different sections of atmosphere. Oh, okay. So the ionosphere it said it's a section of the atmosphere that contains a high concentration of electrons, hence the ions. And so that can be used to relay information. Okay. Um, also another allegation was a Russian military journal wrote that the ionospheric testing would trigger a cascade of electrons that could flip Earth's magnetic poles. Ooh. And then one last thing, Michael, why do I always pick like the most complicated names? I don't know. Mike, it's probably Mikhail Chasudovsky. Um, he stated in a book that he published that recent scientific evidence suggests that HARP is fully operational and has the capability of triggering floods, hurricanes, droughts, and earthquakes. 
Dang. So, though they claim to, like, have this... Also, Harp was shut down recently. I don't know the exact year, but recently they shut it down. And so people are thinking that they shut it down because of all these allegations. And, like, they just didn't want to get into it. But if the conspirists are right, then Harp is, like, a main thing that's controlling weather and like earthquakes floods hurricanes okay i was just gonna say how often are conspiracy theorists necessarily right all the time anyway (laughs) (laughs) um so that's the first thing he talked about um there's a lot more on it i just he was like using the weirdest like he kept jargon yeah and i didn't really follow it very well so i was i tried my best okay He also said, in 1967, we certified at the Stanford Research Institute that uh, we were able to control, create, and steer hurricanes. Like in in a laboratory. What do you mean? Because I was saying at like an institute. Yeah, they like created a machine that was able to do that. That's. And Bill and Melinda Gates bought those patents. <gasps> Bill Gates. So now we're going to go, Bill Gates owns weather machines? Question mark, question mark, Can question Can Bill mark? Gates fund my tuition? Question mark, question mark, question mark. Um, so I looked up articles on Bill Gates. There wasn't that many. Like people think it's phony that he owns these weather machines. But the one thing I did find was that he has this idea to like prevent hurricanes and his idea is for barges to pump cold water from the depths of the ocean to create this like roadblock for the hurricane because hurricanes thrive off of like warm water so his idea is to like pump out cold water so that doesn't happen and so cooling the water would theoretically lessen the impact or outright dismantle a hurricane and so that's what he wants to use this technology for the hurricane (laughs) but then people are arguing like there's no way you would know in enough time when a hurricane was gonna come so like being able to pump that much water out to stop a hurricane's like nearly impossible so that's why people don't think bill gates is like that big of a deal like obviously in other ways he's a big deal (laughs) but like when it comes to weather manipulation they're like yeah he has those patents but he's not gonna do anything with them but I'm also like, he's a pretty powerful man. Microsoft why, why not? plus weather manipulation. What if he created like an Xbox game where you <laughs> control the weather? <laughs> you're like, I don't want to go. That already exists. Probably. No, but I'm saying control the real weather. Oh. So you're like, I want, like, it's some like 10 year old that's like, I don't want to go to school. <laughs> he like gets on the Microsoft. Me? <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox dude's like, I'm going to create a hurricane. Except it wouldn't work because. Even though when it's like snowing like crazy, I still have to go to school. We're really bitter about the <laughs> snow. So yeah, Alex Jones kind of went into f- went further into like how we can control hurricanes. Don't you dare! And he was saying that every town has these Doppler radar facilities, and he's saying that these are used to control weather and to like prevent weather. So like hurricanes coming or a tornado's coming he's like push all the energy from the town into these doppler radar facilities and it will like knock it out and he's like when that that happens your lights will flicker (gasps) because it's using so much energy wow what (laughs) i just (laughs) was smart no that one i i don't like because also it's like it's something that's such like it's in plain sight but it's everywhere and like the government yeah, so has that's infiltrated the thing, I almost all... feel like if it was everywhere, then we would know about it. Because so would that's anyone? The thing. We don't. We see it, but we don't know what it's actually used for. Yeah, I know, but like, why? I feel like someone would let it spill that it's all over the place, and then I don't know. Like I, I don't. Other than like environmentalist, I don't understand why someone would be super against it. So I don't know why it would be like such a hidden thing, being like, oh, every town has these radar. Doppler radar because I mean you hear all the time on the news like this is the Doppler radar showing what's coming in and all that stuff I know but this would be to create weather also if every town has it it, 
what if one town's like we want a sunny day and one town's like we need rain so then they're yeah, just that's like, when it could be bad because everyone would have different weather and we'd be like what the freak yeah so that's why i don't think that's a real thing we'll see okay and then the last thing alex jones talked about was aerial spraying which is very similar to chemtrails and cloud seeding so it's basically like putting these radioactive isotopes into the atmosphere to like poison us, yes. but also like do stuff with the weather. I'm sorry, I got distracted. I started Googling local weather <laughs> labs. Just, I was like, we should go and to go to one and be like, so does this Doppler radar thingy control the weather? Do you think they'd tell us? They would tell us. No, the we could tell not. <laughs> Um, I'm no longer Googling. I'm sorry. No, you're fine. Um, another thing, I mean, you already covered it about the cloud seeding in the Vietnam War. It just was crazy because it increased rainfall by 30%, which is a lot. Yeah. And like, yeah, that's awesome. If you're in a drought, like increase rainfall, go for it. But like, they did that for purposes to, yeah, for purposes to like screw over the enemy, like not super cool. And it can like screw up everything. Um, now we're going to go into geoengineering. So, I just, climate change. Geo, whenever I think of geo, I think of Pokemon and Geodude. The okay, little rocks same, dude. With freaking, <laughs> he's always flexing. <laughs> I almost made the the noise that those rocks make in Mario Party. Where they're like, ooh! <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like Geodude should make, but yeah. he doesn't. Rip. No, he goes, Geodude. Does he really? I think so. They they always say their name. (laughs) Not mm, true. Ball bustle. (laughs) I'm sorry. Okay, geoengineering. So climate change is a thing. Um. I mean, yeah. It is, and like you said, climate. Wait, climate. Climate change. change. Yes. Or global warming. Yeah. It's a thing that whether you believe it's just the Earth going through different processes, like. Yeah. All that stuff. Or if it's us polluting all that stuff, climate change is happening. It's happening. And so they invented geoengineering to kind of reverse that. Um, So basically the idea of it is applying planetary engineering to the earth. And it can be traced all the way back to the early years of Cold War when scientists in both the U.S. and the Soviet Union devoted a lot of money to controlling weather as part of this military strategy. Um, and so kind of examples of this, one of them is ocean fertilization where they put iron dust into the ocean so that whale sperm. What? No. Oh, where did you get that from? <laughs> I have no idea. That was so random. I'm so sorry. No, I just stopped fertilizing the ocean. Oh my gosh. Okay, no, they put iron dust into the open ocean and this would trigger vast, oh my gosh, I can't say that word, agile, no, it's, agile, no, it's like algae, agile, (laughs) agile, I think it's agile, blooms, that would absorb large quantities of carbon dioxide and this has been successful. Um, Another example is they... They are focusing on stopping solar heat from entering the atmosphere, so they spray seawater thousands of meters into the air to seed the formation of stratocumulus clouds that will deflect sunlight. So it's like putting sun shields in space <gasps> to reflect the sun. For like areas like the ozone layer is super bad. Yeah. You just block some sun a little bit. So like, awesome. We can help global warming, but also it can be used... To speed up that process. Because if we can make clouds that like deflect the sun, we can make clouds that do not deflect the sun. You mean just not make clouds and, like, like China melt did. the ice caps. Or we can do things to make holes in the atmosphere. Melt the ice caps so the water falls <laughs> off the earth. <laughs> oh my gosh. But like it was talking about how like you can use geoengineering to like start a new ice age. And like I know that's in if the process of the earth. anyone ever does that. I will personally hurt you. <laughs> I don't want another I ice age. hate the cold. Unless I'm Shindosloff. <laughs> Stop. 
I love that movie, but I would not want to be in the Ice Age. Um, but yeah, that's kind of it with geoengineering. Next, chemtrails. <laughs> this is like not good. <laughs> it will get better, I promise. Okay. <laughs> I'm literally saying like good things that it does. <laughs> I'm just like, I have like, what am I supposed to argue about? This one was so hard. It's so hard. Listen. Guys, I'll... we try so hard to like argue about it. I thought this was going to be really good. I know, me too. But hey, it I, does get better. I've I leave off with a bang. Okay. Okay. Good. Okay. So chemtrails. So this is a theory that government um, have this secret program that adds toxic chemicals to the atmosphere by aircraft. So when you see the jets and the things behind, those are chemtrails. <laughs> the jets and what things? The thing chemtrails behind them. The little <laughs> the things that look like clouds behind them, but you know they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Like the lines. The lines. So they're saying that they, yeah, are releasing toxic chemicals into the air. Um, do you know why Why would they be toxic and not like helpful, like fluoride in our water? It's because, do you want to hear the motivations to why they would do this? Yes. Um, Sterilization. So like what population control. Oh. So like you can't huh. have kids. Um. Life expectancy, so another population control, like he had died sooner. Um, mind control. <laughs> mind control. And weather control. I like the mind control one. That's the fluoride. Yeah, but the, this is like the chemtrails, the sterilization for sure, fluoride. Right? That fluoride, makes sense. Mind control. Yeah. And that's like this section kind of like brought that population control thing up to me. Like, that's a big reason I feel like they would use like weaponized weather not only for warfare against other countries but like i feel like we are using it currently like against ourselves right now like countries are using it against themselves because there's like that agreement that we can't use it against each other but those agreements never really i know stop a but like from... but no one's done it yet so until then like we're kind of just like testing it on ourselves to see like how it works but i think also to like keep our countries under control like population control so that like we don't overpopulate and like another thing is when there's disasters i feel like it brings our country together like hurricane katrina was horrible but like it really brought our nation together and we all like helped 9-11 horrible but brought us together like when horrible things happen we come together as a nation so i can see why the government like in times where like we're like, yeah, boo government, we hate you. They're like, huh, hurricane. And we're like, oh, love the government. We love our country. Okay, fair. Right. But also, so like, honestly, I don't think I could ever see, I don't think I could see the government like intentionally doing something to like harm us. But I do think I could possibly see like them, like those chemtrails of planes. So with that, I actually read something about that too. And it's weird because every time a plane's up in the sky, you don't notice the chemtrails. And so it's like only on certain ones. So it's like, why? Like, and there's obviously scientific reasons for that, but it's also like, if it is a chemtrail, I could see them like testing things like moderately, like to see if like, okay, so if we drop this, what happens? But then, so obviously if that happens, if we dropped something more toxic on like for like warfare. Coronavirus. Yeah. No, like something like that. You know what but I mean? But like, like an airborne Yeah, you disease. know what I mean? Like you, like the government could be trying something and then maybe as like a side effect, an unknown side effect, it could be causing things like, I don't know, sterilization or something like Ooh. that. So I th- I don't think I could see the government intentionally being like, let's harm, like affect life expected, that kind of thing. But I do possibly see the government being like, oh, let's try things out on on our own soil and then it has unexpected consequences yeah um so for next part i'm just gonna read this is from a the u.s code of i don't remember wow from their code great research (laughs) and it's fifth article 1520a Ugh. The guy that said it in the video, Alex Jones, he literally recited like 
the article number, the freaking page number, and the paragraph. I can't even recite what I read in my textbook exactly. this morning. Exactly. He was so like kids that like memorize the Quran by like age oh. 12. I'm like, please teach me your ways. I think it's the code of defense. Okay. So this code states, prohibited activities the Secretary of Defense may not conduct directly or by contract is one, any test or experiment involving the use of a chemical agent or biological agent on a civilian population, or two, any other testing of a chemical agent or biological agent on human subjects. But there are exceptions to this rule. So wait, that was saying you can't? You can't use chemical agents or biological agents on a population or human subjects. Yes, okay. Because it's harmful. The exceptions to this rule would be one, any peaceful purpose that is related to a medical, therapeutic, pharmaceutical, agricultural, industrial, or research activity. Two, any purpose that is directly related to protection against toxic chemicals or biological weapons and agents. And three, any law enforcement purpose, including any purpose related to riot control. So I feel like that code kind of like so it's like gives the this... government the go-ahead to do stuff like this. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like something where it's like, you can't do this unless, and then it gives like a bunch of loopholes. Right? It's like, so you it's like can't a good use lawyer. unless. It's like those loopholes that like a good lawyer could make anything sound like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they could be like, well, it was for riot control. And you're like, what? Like, there wasn't any, what? And, and that's why they... I think like, it's very public, all the good things weather control can do. Because they're like, look at all the positive things we're doing. We're helping our country. So that when they do something bad, it's like justified. And they're like, oh, it was an accident. Whoops. Oops. I feel like the government has like, they're all like. They have a whoops button. (laughs) Sorry. There's a button next to President (laughs) Trump's desk. He probably needs one of those that just says whoops. (laughs) Whoops, sorry. Um, So now leaving kind of. The U.S. We're going to go... We'll come back to U.S., but we're going to go to China. Okay, here's the thing. I actually like leaving the U.S. because, like, as an American, but, like, we've also spent time outside of the U.S., it's just so easy because it's so big and there's... Yeah. It's all we hear about is the freaking United States, but I love (laughs) hearing about other places in the world going through the same crap that we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you already talked about Beijing and, like, what they did with the olympics but they have like an actual committee or office it's called the beijing weather modification office um and it's tasked with weather control in beijing china um in like surrounding areas um they largely aim their efforts to hailstorm prevention or rain to end droughts um what else would you prevent what do you mean like mainland China, like what are they gonna? They're not gonna hit. They get hit say by... they use it for firefighting too. So when there's fires, they use rain to like okay. kill that. I'm just thinking like they're not gonna get hit by a hurricane. Or they counteract dust storms, severe Ooh. dust storms. Okay. Um, the proposed future uses for induced precipitation include lowering temperatures in summer to reduce electricity consumption, which I think is super smart. Yeah, but summer, like, even when it's hot, that's, like, my favorite time of year. Yeah, but they're saying, like, they're going to make it cold so you can't. Yeah, I don't want it to be cold. I hate I know. the cold. I would be, that <laughs> I'm would. I'm just saying, that's what they're doing. They also have successfully created a snowstorm in 2009. Boo. So, Boo. like, we're not no. the only ones using these resources. Like, China's right behind us, and they're like, no, yeah. <laughs> I, but. And so that's why it's like kind of scary with the whole weather warfare aspect is like us versus China. Like we're not. Like they could just come create a snowstorm over us and Uh, yeah, I would be so mad. I just think when I think of weather warfare, I legit just think of like 2012, the movie. Have you seen that? Yes, but I don't really remember. Isn't there like a giant tsunami? Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's a huge thing that another country could do. They just create a tsunami or an earthquake, and then just wipe out your country. Yikes. So my last thing is fires. And so this was from a Shane Dawson video. And so in 2018, there was a bunch of fires in California. And the biggest one was the Woolsey fire. And it was like huge. 
like a bunch of homes were destroyed, three people died. Um, and it was mostly like in LA, like a lot of celebrities' homes were destroyed and affected. And so he brought up the theory that these fires were started from direct energy weapons or lasers. <gasps> lasers. And so direct energy weapons are a real thing. Like they exist and the government's very open about it. Wait, what? What are they? They're um they're on military aircrafts, but also on satellites and it's it's the lasers. Like that's just the more like Star Wars lasers name. or um yeah. Like <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> they're like energy. No, yeah, yeah. That they shoot down. I just wondered and, if like, it makes like they're pew, using pew. The way they like all the news clips about it, they were saying like how they would use it for military purposes because it's super precise and very fast. Like it's the speed of light. And so like they just pick their target. Boom. It's gone. Like with a flash of or a blink of an eye. Like boom. With the flash of an eye. (laughs) Shut up. (laughs) And so a lot of conspiracy theorists um, started getting these pictures of the fire and there's a lot of pictures where it's like a line hitting and then there's fire so you can like see the laser and so people thought they use these lasers to start these fires um another piece of evidence i'm sorry you go i just have two more pieces of evidence and then you can fight me one of them was like they would go into neighborhoods and if you look from like an aerial view there's like houses that are burnt but then the trees around it are like fine. It's like just the houses that are destroyed. And then also these patterns of houses being destroyed are super inconsistent. Like there can be three houses in a row that are like destroyed and then the one next to it's fine. But then the next one's burnt. Like there's just one house chilling that's fine. Or like one house is burnt and the house behind it's fine. But like everything around it's burnt. And so people thought that was super weird. And, like, wouldn't happen if it was just a forest fire. Because if it's a forest fire, it just destroys everything. But wouldn't, like, so, wait, this laser, so this laser doesn't just start a fire, it, like, is the fire? No, it starts it. Because California's in a drought. No, I know. So everything's super dry. So if a laser hits a, like, dry tree, it's going to start a fire. And then it was in November. So how's different than a, like, a forest fire? Like, as long as a fire started, like, when, like, I get that it's super weird that those houses are burned inconsistently, but, like, why does that mean it's lasers? Well, they're also saying, like, it could start them, but also, like, they just target houses and are like, pew, done. And then he also brings up another thing where a lot of these houses seem to been have burning from the inside. And so he, people propose that the government or electric companies, like, jacked up the voltage of microwaves so that microwaves explode and microwaves are usually next to stoves and it just like sets off this chain reaction and then the houses like blow up from the inside oh that'd be like an insurance fraud that'd be cool yeah and that's one of the motivations behind it was like insurance especially in california where like housing is so expensive and like you it was happening to a lot of celebrities, too, who, like, have insurance on their houses. Yeah. And so it was, like, people thought it was for that. And then also people suggested that it was, like, a distraction from other events that were happening. Because around the same time, there was other fires in California that were way worse. Yeah. And killed, like, 80 people. There was, like, three different fires going on, and two of them were way worse than the Woolsey fire, but no one was paying attention because, like, it was a, this one was the celebrities, and it was like, I'm really sorry, was, my house is burning down, or, like, Will Smith's house burned down, and, like, which is sad, like, they're people, no, yeah. too, but, like, it's just weird. But there were worse ones that There was no worse was ones where normal to. people were affected, and a lot of more people were dying, but people didn't care because they're not celebrities. Love that. And so, like... I feel like that's just another example of how the government could like cause natural disasters yeah. to caught or like boost morale and like bring yeah. people together. Like, I also think though that like, well, I don't know. I just feel like with, so like with the photos and the lasers, like we already went over with like even the moon landing, like things can be altered. Things can be, so yeah. I mean like 
that I'm more like, oh, okay, maybe not trust that. And then even with like trees not burning, like I know certain trees probably have a lot of moisture. And I know like other are trees that survive forest fires and stuff. And even though, so I mean, that is super weird, but it's not like the most weird thing. And then the celebrities, like, I feel like using it as a distraction is like, yes, but I don't think the government would be using um how cr- crazy that is yeah but photoshop that's not photoshop what are you talking about that could easily be photoshop okay we'll post some pictures you can let us know if it's photoshop i do not people believe those also are think real it's photos. fire tornadoes because that happens oh, okay yeah so something like that so but then even so i don't necessarily think that the the government like started the fire the Woolsey fire or whatever because yeah. i don't think I think that probably just got a lot more coverage because it was the celebrities. Like, we've already seen that, like, that when things are happening to celebrities, the the media eats it up. Even if those things happen to people every day in this country, then it's... So, I don't, I don't know if... I don't know. If there was something, like, going on in the world, like, let's say there was, like, some big thing happening that was, like, there was, like possibility of world war three happening and then these fires were happened i could maybe see it more as like a distraction but i just feel like with all fires happening it was just the media or maybe there was something bigger and we don't know about it because we weren't paying attention cycle just said nope and like i think we're in the very early stages of weather manipulation because obviously it started in the cold war which was a while ago we're in 2020 but I think we're still, like, trying to figure out. Because it's not something you could just, like, practice. Like, it's very a big deal. Like, creating a tornado. Yeah. Or creating a hurricane. Like, they can't just do that discreetly. So, I think... Because in these recent, like, years, there's been a lot more natural disasters than, like, in the past. Like, there's so many hurricanes. And, like, earthquakes... And fires. There are, but, like, I always wonder, like, are there really so much more? Or is it just the fact that we have so much connections with everything that we just hear about everything? You know what I mean? Like, that's true. Before, before smartphones, like, you had to watch the TV or the newspapers. And so, like, obviously things always didn't make it to them. But, yeah. Like, I like I get a freaking notification on my phone that says there's going to be a light snowfall <laughs> at 10:27 p.m. tonight. So I mean like we just live in a day that's so connected that I do think they might be happening more often, but then I'm always like are they or are we just hearing about everything more? Cuz then cuz then we hear about the ones that happen in our own country, but then the ones that happen all across the world and then it just feels like it's constantly happening. Yeah. I'm just saying Australia no, yeah, Australia it's just got wrecked. Got wrecked. And I'm like, what if that With was... fires, a hailstorm, and a dust storm. Yeah, that's a lot of things no, at I once. Know. And so I'm like, I'm not saying that it is weather manipulation, but it's definitely possible that it was. True, maybe Australia is testing stuff out. And like, maybe Australia did it to himself, or maybe another country did it to them. Yeah. If we ever do have a world war again, which we probably will... Um, I don't, it wouldn't surprise me. Recruit gun girl before me. <laughs> I'll get recruited, but I want to be recruited as Space Force. He who controls they, space controls the, the weather. Controls. uniforms? It's camo, and people are like, why would you need camo in space? <laughs> but I was like, I wouldn't surprise me if we had weather warfare. Like, not complete weather warfare, but if we're, like, shooting and all of a sudden this tornado comes and just takes you out. No, literally it's already happened. Okay, so that was another, that was another, like, small one that, like, I didn't include. But I guess in the Vietnam War, they, like, it was super foggy. So they did different things where, like, they tried to dump Mm. a ton of, like, salt to, like, I don't know, help dissipate the fog. And they used, like, just, like, fire to, like, kind of burn it off and all that stuff. So, I mean, like, it's already happened in wars before, so... 100% 100% I think if there was a World War 3 it would be involved I don't know how prominent it would be but but yeah that's all I have it's all I have too I mean like that's all we could find we're just giving them a break cause last yeah honestly sorry about <laughs> last week like okay 
should I admit this? So when I was edit, so one of our friends was like, it was kind of repetitive. And I was like, yeah, honestly, when I was editing it, we had just talked about it and I was just <laughs> so, it like hurt my brain. And it was so like, I listened to it to make sure that we weren't stupid and we didn't say anything super dumb for the moon landing. Well, this is also two weeks after moon landing. Cause they get oh, true. flat earth this week. But, um, yeah, I was, I just had to like listen to it to make sure we didn't say anything super dumb and then throw it in because my brain hurt. So it hurt my brain to listen to it. So if you guys did it, props to you guys. We love you. Yeah. I'm impressed. This one was more, I feel like this one was more of like in informative. Yeah. Like this is a real thing. <laughs> it's a real thing that happens. Cause we thought it was a conspiracy, but it could it's actually... have negative effects. The more you know. So thanks again, everyone, for listening. Um, again, you can find us on Instagram at Snacks and Tinfoil Hats. Twitter, you can find us at at CSTFHP. Uh, our Gmail is CSTFHpodcast at gmail.com. Um, and then we're also on Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and Stitcher. And again, wow. if you know of anyone that wants to listen, but we're not on whatever they listen on, let us know because we will get on it. And if you have any suggestions, DM us. Yeah, literally people give us suggestions all the time and we're working like every I feel like we try something new, new ish. Yeah. We love every. feedback. I mean, it kind of makes me sad at first, but then I know it's for my own good. <laughs> I've never so, been sad. What? I've never been sad with feedback. Oh, every time Tyler calls us, I'm okay, just like. Tyler, yeah. <laughs> No, but we we love feedback. And then I honestly, like if you guys have conspiracies that you kind of like or you're into, let us know because we want to cover those too. Because we're always like, what conspiracy do we want to do next? Um. So yeah, so if we happen to go missing, missing, it was... The chemtrails. Definitely. We were killed by the chemtrails. <laughs> okay, bye. bye.